But let's open our Bibles to Jonah 2.8 Jonah 2.8 And they even provided pens that the Lord is speaking to us messages we don't forget but we have to come equipped as good soldiers because you might be asked questions and if they ask you oh so why do you believe this this and that oh you're gonna say oh i'm gonna message my pastors no you guys have to be prepared with those questions especially um those who are getting ready to evangelize out there only one I think I saw a lot of names so let's pray um, God is lifting us up um, I've realized that that God is speaking about soldiers and we're gonna be conquering um, as soldiers so let's read Jonah 2 8 it says those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy. Does someone have a different version of this? Can you read it out loud? Someone's reading a different version. this title for in general in my experience the Lord first gives me a verse gives me a little theme and, and the title sometimes is the last thing that he gives me and in this occasion it was the title that was born first so we were yesterday speaking with our children and and we were having a brunch and we sat down um, and discussed. Sometimes our discussions are three, four hours talking about different themes. And one of those themes, Abraham said, thank you. Thank you for, for those limits. And we talk about how this culture has changed. But he was saying, thank you for putting those limits in our lives. Because in me, I was uh, influenced quickly by someone mainly when they're in high school, when they're in those years of um, young adults. So he battled, so he would see a bubble and he will follow it. And then um, I said, oh, that's a good title, and we started laughing. And, and Pastor said, oh, you should use that. And then she said, no, I have to have God confirm it. For those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy but what happens when you touch the bubble it vanishes and that's something beautiful that it throws a lot of colors because of the soap 
but when you grab it and you start following them and I even rem remembered of that game that we had to follow the bubble and score it into a hole but it was a hard homework but when the Lord takes me to this title tie it um, hold it because then we start changing titles but even the the youth are developing this theme but in according to the times they are living but the first point that we're going to be touching today that it's in this verse is as an introduction and we're living in such times that our influences are different than than the 30s 30s before uh, something different moves in such times um, that before didn't move and one of the things is social media and I'm gonna ask brother Peter how did you propose to your wife do you remember do you remember how and where after dinner and you guys went to a dinner or was it a dinner at home and it was on YouTube do you remember how you got proposed Only you two in a private dinner. Pastor, do you remember how you proposed? In the house of my mother-in-law's. Now, how do people propose for marriage? It's all a big show. For those that are young adults... The age twenties <laughs> and the text message you're saying imagine through text no but I'm saying for my brother it was a whole show that we were gonna wake up at three four in the morning and we're gonna go to the uh, vines where they blow those those big um, floating balloons that lift you up in the air in English it's hot air balloons in Spanish it's called aerostaticos that's a new Spanish word that she learned and he was gonna take her like to that hot balloon 
and and no one knew that the family was going and on everyone with cards and and speakers and all because when they would leave the the hot balloon there was a, a famous a famous uh romantic song and, and to propose it was a big old show to propose because of the culture because of social media how did you tell your your husband that you were gonna have a baby when you first found out just there the same me i went to the clinic and we left and and we called quickly to family members hey mom and we sent the news right but nowadays it's all a show and and don't um <laughs> and don't think like i'm thinking mad uh, like bad about it it's just that uh, the culture has changed something about being a good student is repeating so it sticks more and then i said to myself oh they proposed to me at the kitchen and then the news of the baby was just he got out we were both in shock because we weren't planning babies we were both in shock we we're saying really how did it happen <laughs> we know it had happened but you know what i mean right they were like why so quick we had a little bit married and we had gone to get protection and, and classes but they gave us the news that we were pregnant and don't misunderstand me i was i'm not against of anything new nowadays but it's it's all became a stress that you have to do it a certain way because now if you do it the old-fashioned way your husband or your wife say oh but why didn't we do it this or this way we've changed so much that before in our culture was not done so you tell me something if you want to share something that you see in this culture or in this time that when you were young you wouldn't see it before that it's a shocker now that it's a that it's normal that is considered normal does someone want to share registry nowadays it's famous the the forks of 150 nowadays <laughs> right that's a good one because you feel the pressure for those that are going to the wedding many many of them say oh i won't go i'll go and i'll give something whatever i can afford and let that be okay for them and and they're no longer gonna be inviting me to weddings, but they're gonna say, oh, 
Pastora doesn't even check the registries. So nowadays, that you've seen that's done in a different way. So what? So what? What's created basically that illusion or that fairy tale? And many of the young adults get married now that they see social media, they see the couples holding hands, and they're saying, oh, I want to get married like this, they're always holding hands, and that's what's affected the divorce rates, because a marriage is not what they paint or you see in social media. When you see... Uh, a couple holding hands and all. Imagine someone commenting, how many rounds did you have this week? Ask pastor how many rounds we had this week. Because someone sees a picture and all, and that has contributed. And, and sometimes I think of even posting because you're an influencer. You become an influencer, and you start influencing someone who, who someone's not standing s- straight, they say, oh, I want that blue prince. I want him tall with green eyes. And I'm short. And what else? And you want your, sp- your specific details that you've seen. And that comes to influence now as Christians. Ecclesiastics, the first word, vanity of vanities, everything's vanity. Ecclesiastes 1 2, it says, Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanities of vanities, all is vanity. Can someone tell me what vanity is? What do you understand when you read Ecclesiastes 1-2, vanity of vanities, says the preacher, vanities of vanities, all is vanity. Whatever you think, what what do you think vanity is? Um, Sister Esmeralda, what do you think vanity means? Um, Esmeralda Ortiz, what, what's vanity to you? something that it's not there you get in debt to for things that you can't even afford someone that has a different concept of what vanity is 
good and many with the same and in my years back in the days I thought they they come close but in reality it's not what it means that's why it's important the study of the word because sometimes we lose and someone someone has the aspect of vanity to be wrong and I as well thought that vanity in, in my old days I also thought that vanity was being beautiful and being full of jewels but that's not what it means in the context of the word and if you read other versions when I learned that I was like wow okay this makes sense and it comes tied with what someone believes in a certain way but what it means is and and it comes from that feeling to have a an appreciation arrogance come together idolatry and exaggerated this version is more secular idolatry exaggerated idolatry with oneself with emptiness that's nothing and this is where we're gonna understand the root that everything is just passive it's not talking about being beauty passive is it's empty it doesn't have a substantial and the word the hebrew how the bible uses is hebel and the what is the the root hebrew in the context so remember and and i have more than one year that i haven't uh studied this but in reality the bible was written in hebrew and greek but it wasn't exactly Spanish. So they put it close to whatever's closer. But what was the original version of it? So in the original version, the um, the word is strong. It means... younger but this is not that not useful it, it means unuseful and this is what I like
talking about something empty, not useful, unsatisfied, passive. And in English, I I like that I read futile, like um, um, it has no substantial. said Ecclesiastes as how I saw it before and it's not talking about how oh don't get ready don't put makeup on the vanity vanity but in reality when the word speaks it's something that is has no substantial so if you look at it look at it of the context of how it's spoken if the context of how someone understands it when you get ready yourself to fulfill that emptiness so it comes in this context of vanity but if you know who you are and you don't get ready to compensate so it doesn't count but in the context it's talking about unsatisfying unfulfillment of yourself or it comes of pridefulness and and what the flesh wants so to better understand the verse that we read in jonah 2 8 where it says so whatever um unuseful that you follow or or something that you follow it has no purpose and i'm going to read you this version before i continued two translation and one it says god speaks today and i'm gonna reading ecclesiastes 1 2 the most absurds of absorb absurds absurd everything is absurd that's the translation in vanity for vanity how tremendous how we say oh we already read the word but let's let's study the word and 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 not just go based on what we believe and the other one says this is the saints of the preacher of jerusalem vain and illusion everything is vain and illusion right there we understand and I say oh lord how how this comes together together with the theme something that you can have and in us in our flesh as human beings many times we enter um, following illusions uh, that won't bring fruit Point A is influences. Point B is feelings. And emotions. This is what involves the illusion of following of following um, 
point B is feelings and emotions. So we'll point to we'll go to point C, which is that takes us. I won't write it before. I'm gonna make you guys think because when we think, it uh, stays with us longer than when they give us the answers. When we enter to that part that I want for me, that I want for my family, I'm talking about the area, like the material and flesh, what I want for me, what I want for my family. I'm going to have to take certain steps to reach them. And when I do that, when I say this is point A, B, and C, which one do I get? Um, what does that mean? I'm taking what? Decisions. And this cost us more. Um, for those that are naturally undecisive. or what I like to eat whatever you want whatever you wanna and, and when I've asked the only the only time I want something they always say oh I don't want that it's nasty so then why are you asking me so after the game last week I said this is even cons- spiritually and I, I sat myself and I analyzed and I said to myself that when I eat It makes me happy. What is it that... My favorite food, basically. Because I didn't have preference. But what is it? Truly, what is it? (gasps) What does Pastora like to eat? I said pupusas. I don't think no one else... Before I had my surgery, we went to eat, and they were they were gonna have me. Oh yeah, what did she eat? She she ate. She she ate fried chicken, and I took it and I ate it, and it's fried chicken. But sometimes we don't think about it. And and the third point is decisions when they come to us when we walk with God we have to analyze our decisions but mainly putting it in God's hands so he gives us the yes and the no and I'm gonna tell you that many times we say the prophet told me glory to God that the prophet told you but you have to seek the confirmation of God and I'll tell you by experience because many people see someone and recently uh, they make a life um, oh you have a calling of a pastor 
and and you get excited and you say, oh yeah, maybe yeah. And they gave me word, and they gave me word. Glory to God for the word. But you have to go to God and say, Lord, speak to me yourself, because many can give me an opinion. Many can say I have a decision that I have to make. You're gonna basically go based off what people tell you, and they're gonna give you your opinion. To give the opinion, we're so good to give opinions, we're experts, but to make our own decisions, we depend of others, and that's where God says, Yes, the word that someone gives you, grab it, hold it, and say, Lord, I need to now that be you that confirm this word to me not so and so because then we we go by emotions and feelings and in that of the emotions and feelings and I wrote down the the verses Proverbs Proverbs 23, 26. It says, The Lord give me, son, your heart. And may your eyes see my ways. And the other one that, another verse is Proverbs 79. And feeling, under feelings and emotions. That's why God asks for our heart. When do we accept the Lord? Every day. Every day we accept the Lord. Because I battle with my feelings when? When when I cross them over the freeway. No, it's every day. When? Oh, my, my. When you're told your children to wash dishes and they didn't. When? deal with my emotions or feelings every day the Lord says give me son not your money what he first wants is your heart Proverbs 79 says is the heart before anyone and perverted is our heart as well our heart can betray us (laughs) 
not not your heart, but the ones brothers that didn't come. Um, envy, envious, prideful. What else? What does despota mean? Brightnesses. You can hold a grudge and say, Oh, why did they do, do this to me? That's the heart. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. And that's why God gave us um, the freedom to choose right from wrong why because he doesn't want you to love him forcefully he wants you to love him with your own will and your own heart and it's, it's not like a, a magical wand that when you accept the Lord everything will be okay no it's a process because because our heart can betray us and you can write down everything that the heart can do. And that's why every day we have to give it to God. Every day. Lord, in the morning. Lord, here is my heart. Because I don't know what bombs will come to my heart emotionally. And you need to prepare me. To not stumble. Because we then can react with our own emotions. So then... We are taking decisions and talking about following. Um, we take decisions based on what? Under emotion. Do you know people who take decisions based on emotion? Do you know anyone? When he said, sometimes Sundays I, I throw the towel. And it's a decision based on emotion. But he says, but the next day, I pick it up. Why? Because my decision, I give it to God and the Lord says, no. 
people that do take decisions based on emotions and they stay there and found a, a donkey and no one can get them down off the donkey and you want to make them understand and come into a realization and know and know and know they don't want to yes there's sometimes even with our children whenever they throw a tantrum and you want to explain and they say no 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 and they don't allow you to explain decisions based on emotions and that's what why i called it sometimes we follow those bubbles and sometimes we say that's the woman of god that god has for me and the woman after a few years she falls in love with someone else and they leave you and the lord says no it's, she wasn't the the woman for you but he gives you freedom to choose and don't go based on on the prophetic words take it but ask god for confirmation i ask god three times why because of proverbs 17 9 because i know that i can make mistakes easily because of my emotions so i have to say lord you confirm me one two three times and it's a beautiful ways that he confirms and for those that have experienced the confirmations of god he has precious ways to show you and no one knows and no one finds out but god speaks to directly to your heart and and he says here is your answer here is the answer for that decision you have been seeking for and it says and all your ways seek the lord and sometimes we think oh but this is a small decision but there's decisions that god wants to set us free of stress of christ or of other things and many times we think there are the minimal things but even in the minimal and the other day i was sharing with this sister um that whatever happens or happens to me but i've learned i didn't even ask her how but when i say uh if god puts it in my in my in my head a certain sister or a certain brother or, or why so much this so then the lord wants me to be interceding for them but when you understand it and all of a sudden sometimes i send them messages uh, of someone that i'm working uh, like uh, uh like a dress that i'm working on them i sometimes feel like sending them a message and, and they always receive it but it's learning to hear of the minimal things of god and maybe it's just a sewing and making something for someone but it's you're making something for that someone that's walking like you and, and god can even use that to teach you don't take something uh, lightly hold yourself and say lord what do you want to show me what do you want to say to me I talk to God like that because sometimes the God started molding in me when I started dating pastor was the impatient 
and and I would want things done fast but he was my first guitar student and I was really um <laughs> I wanted things done quick and I, and I had uh schooling for like um for the force and the Lord wanted me to learn to be patient so there will be people that will test your patience even your children and the Lord says patience and sometimes I say oh man truly do I really have to repeat 20 times what I want you to do but when we get mad does has someone <laughs> practice counting to 10 and does it work I'm gonna practice it sometimes I just take a big breath but when we count a 10 it, it sure helps she said she'll be practicing counting to 10 <laughs> I just take deep breaths and I, I just don't want anyone near me and after my deep breaths I say okay just wait wait for my deep breaths and then come to me after and the Lord calms me but sometimes I ask the Lord Lord why does this happen why does this happen to me and the Lord tells me I want to test your patience and that's why we have to keep practicing patience and understand that it's not how you want things done. It's how God wants things done for you. You know why? Because patience, you're maybe being tested uh, by Sister Esmeralda, by a, um, a situation through a brother or a, a sister. But it's not the person or the circumstance. It's that God is training me to have patience to the divine plan that he has for me because it's not like following those bubbles is because it's more than following the bubbles something that's gonna help me in the future and and and, and he reminds me you know those places that I said I was gonna do big I'm going to use people that are going to test your patience to teach you for the long run that my promise requires patience. It requires waiting. It's not from a, a date to night. Oh, I've prayed and I wake up and say, oh, and everything's the same. Patience requires to see with eyes of faith not with what you are seeing that's why that proverb that I 2327 and we were talking about these new environments these new cultures cultures these new environments have gotten in the way in this area why because of having it all or, 
overnight shipping or something that comes that same day have made us that we move but why but why can't you be like that husband bah! and we hit them or we get upset at them that they they bring them flowers they might be bringing them flowers but you don't know if they're asking for forgiveness because of how that week they were treated but hey 
what is that saying that we see faces but hearts we don't know and i'm gonna guarantee you that next time that you see um, a picture on social media you're not gonna see it the same way you're gonna analyze and it's gonna help you not to live following bubbles and it's gonna help you live less frustrated because that's just a moment of two minutes of taking a picture or even 30 seconds but that's not the reality of all the week maybe he brought her flowers because uh he probably behaved bad and and to close if these are the three if made us frustrated people does anyone else have anything else to continue it and close demanding it's another one that everyone hey learn it fast and no and now thank god like eli is learning when (laughs) and when eli was learning his instrument um christian was already given was telling him to do it um introductions but no like it's it's having patience So why things happen is because God wants to do something within you. It's so easy. What is easy for you, it's difficult for someone else. But what is difficult for someone else, it might be difficult for you as well. So you need to be patient. And I was like, oh, um, I was um, demanding. 